the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoshio Podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 4.02 on AM 560 WFIL. Tim DeMoss hanging out the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for listening in today. Forecast, beautiful. It's been a wonderful day as we wrap things up toward the tail end of the day here. It'll be 60 for the low this evening. Tomorrow, mix of clouds and sun, high up to 84. Major League Baseball playoffs, what a game. Colorado winning a crazy one over the Cubs in the National League wildcard game. One, two to one in 13 innings. And now Colorado continues on to Milwaukee for the National League Division Series. That starts tomorrow. The American League wildcard game is tonight. The A's and Yankees go at it 8-0-8 with the winner at the Red Sox. Flyers open their season tomorrow night on the road at the Vegas Golden Knights. Just again, a quick note of thanks to all those who helped out with our Save the Children partnership. You heard us talking about that during the month of September, looking to find uh, support for the work that Save the Children does when it comes to helping children suffering from severe acute malnutrition, children who have very little uh, to eat, if anything, and are on the edge of starvation, not just going from a meal a day to two or two to three. And our goal was $5,600 in September. Started off slow, kind of picked up a little bit, and then near the end of the month, it really picked up, and not only did we hit the goal, we shot past it by almost $3,000, which is a fantastic thing. Thank you again to all who helped out in that partnership. We want you to think, as you listen to WFIL, that when we team up with organizations like Save the Children, that's just part of the fabric of what we do around here. It's not an interruption. It's not a separate thing. It's part of what we do. Listen to the ministries. You listen to the programs on the station. Hopefully, are a help to your life. And this is one way we can uh, be a blessing to others in this world. So thanks again. Want to celebrate that with you and let you know that that completed up nicely this past weekend. And we're very grateful for all your help. And more importantly, much good being done to help children who are dealing with such severe circumstances. This hour, we have uh, several guests we're looking forward to having on. If you're just tuning in for the first time, my name is Tim DeMoss, and we've been doing this program for about a month. I've worked in the Philadelphia radio market for close to 30 years. And uh, my heart's passion and our radio station's passion is to encourage people in their faith and also point people to the Lord who don't know him. Uh, yet and who want to maybe consider it at least. And so to that end, uh, some of our conversations will be more directly people sharing their testimonies. Uh, some people may be seekers who may even have some people on who, who would say, well, I don't believe in uh, this Christ you talk about, but I'm willing to tell you what I do believe or what I think, and maybe not for debate purposes per se, but just to build a bridge. And sometimes, you know, it takes a number of steps and seeds over time and you see what God wants to do with that. So in any case, that's part of what we're doing here. We've had a lot of athletes on and musicians and people in the public eye, national figures, but we also definitely want to build bridges locally. So we want to encourage you to uh, listen in. And if you have ideas, too, I'm all ears. My email is Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. If you have a guest locally, or you, and you'll hear if you listen for a while, you catch the wind of what we're doing here. We're having some local guests on as well, 
perhaps there's somebody, uh, whether it's an organization or whether it's an individual that you think is worth shining a light on and uh, something that we can take away from. You know, you can, you can listen and learn, but also then hopefully come away and you, you've come away from the program more informed and hopefully able to be better equipped to walk, you know, walk your day and, and be a blessing. Uh, so that's, that's kind of where we're headed with it. Uh, Rick Gazzandi, who is a longtime realtor in the area with Remax in Chalfont, loves the Lord too, knows his stuff. So we're going to talk to him a little bit about buying and selling homes, just stuff to look out for, hear his testimony. Uh, Doug Horton, who wears a lot of hats, uh, including a radio program, Faith on the Field. He founded the, uh, co-founded this thing called Goliathon, which is a Spartan race of sorts, but it has a different twist to it. And he's also a devoted husband and dad with a story to tell about the concerning the loss of, of his son. And so we're going to talk to him about that. Uh, we want to kick things off, though, with a gentleman named Randall Blankard. He's with the New Jersey Law Enforcement Expo. That's coming up in just under a few weeks. And one just to shine a light on this briefly for a few moments. Hello, sir. How are you doing today? Good. Yourself? Good. Thank you for taking time uh, to be with us. There's a big event coming up in a few weeks, the New Jersey Law Enforcement Hiring Expo. It looks like a, a really practical and uh, helpful opportunity for people to know about. Uh, yes. So, like I said, New Jersey Law Enforcement Hiring Expo. This is being held right in Camden, right across from Philadelphia, well within your radio range. Um, it's a job fair for law enforcement agencies, partly for people who are looking for law enforcement work. Is that right? Or or something related? Yes, yes. So, these are all law enforcement agencies from around the region. we got from New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, Virginia, and Delaware. Yeah. And... Uh, Right now we have about nine agencies. Uh, we're still marketing to agencies to, you know, try to bump that number up. And career seekers who are looking to get into law enforcement or who are already in law enforcement, if you just want to see what other agencies have to offer, yeah. they're welcome to come out and uh, meet with the agencies, see what they have to offer. And it kind of works it, both it, ways, you know, people who are looking yeah, and people yeah, in the, uh, the agencies themselves. I guess when I saw the press release about it, again, uh, this is the New Jersey Law Enforcement Hiring Expo at Tuesday, October 23rd. I was first, I'm just thinking people who are like, you know, I've always thought about a career in law enforcement. But and so you're thinking officer on the street, but perhaps there are other jobs. Not, I mean, that's one thing, right? But there could be other jobs. Yes. Uh, generally, you know, all the agencies that attend uh, look for sworn officers or new people to join their the force. But at this one, we're also having agencies recruit for correctional staff, like in the prison system, yeah, and as well as uh, dispatch positions. Okay, so like in the office potentially or, or more in the yeah. Uh, yeah, support staff rather than on the street necessarily. Okay. Correct. Uh, chatting with Randall Blankard, who is helping promote this event against the New Jersey Law Enforcement Hiring Expo, Tuesday, October 23rd, 1 to 5, at the Camden Salvation Army Center in uh, in Camden, uh, do people need to sign up ahead of time, or can they just wander in? You know, if if either or work. Uh, yeah, so they can walk in if they want to, but we do suggest people pre-register on the website njlawenforcementjobs.com, and that way they can upload their resume. Oh, okay. And it lets us know that they will be coming. Okay. One other quick question for you. Um, as someone might be listening in, and, and like you said, sometimes it's an officer already has, has a resume of, of actual field work, and they may be just looking for something a little different. But there could also be somebody who's always wondered about it, and they have no experience whatsoever, but th- but they're thinking, I wonder if that could be something for me. You know what I mean? Like, is there something that uh, – any particular gift or, or skill that somebody listening might have been doing something else with 
that could also apply to the field of law enforcement? Yeah, uh, there's always within companies the positions that might not be highly publicized that, you know, maybe there is another position in each agency that might be fitted more towards your strong suit. Yeah. And there are plenty of different positions inside an agency, office admin, IT. It's just a, a wide variety. So yeah. we still recommend people go out and there may be something that might be there for them. Sure. And that, that sounds good. Uh, you know, and again, the site that you gave, njlawenforcementjobs.com, people can get a, a flavor of what is to come on the 23rd of October. And as you mentioned, they could pre-register if they want to upload their resume and get a little head start on that whole thing. But they're also welcome to just show up that day if that's how it plays out. Thank you, uh, Randall, for taking time today. And you, have you been working with the law enforcement side of things for a while or, or you work with other uh, agencies as well? So uh, we hold these law enforcement events all across the country. Yeah. And uh, we actually have one coming up in Philadelphia uh, in a few months as well. But, you know, we hold them all across the country, Texas, California, Florida. Uh, we're growing and spreading throughout the country and just general community job fairs. I know it's a practical thing for people to be able to show up on one spot and have a lot of different options where they can go table to table. And maybe they mm-hmm. show up thinking one thing and then they walk out thinking something else because they had a good conversation with somebody else that they you know didn't even know was going to be there necessarily. But um, we're glad to have had you on today. Maybe when the Philadelphia one comes up, we could have you back on again for a few minutes and then just so people are aware of that one too. Definitely. I would be glad to do that. Okay. Well, thank you, Randall. Appreciate your time. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Randall Blankard with the New Jersey Law Enforcement Expo. Again, that's coming up Tuesday, the 23rd of this month, 1 to 5 in the afternoon. We're going to take a brief break. Come back at you with Rick Gazzandi, longtime realtor in the area, REMAX Legacy and Chalfont VA. Love WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. 414. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL. Low down to 60 tonight, clear skies, beautiful evening ahead. Mix of clouds and sun tomorrow, 84, the high. Rick Gazzandi is our guest at this time, uh, Remax Legacy. Hi, Tim. Based in Chalfont, right? Correct. Okay. I know you've been doing this a long time, so I don't want to assume that you're, you, you've you not moved or whatever. But the last time we connected, that's where you were. And uh, glad to have you aboard. You know, we're, we're working on, as this show is developing, uh, you know, people in the community who know a lot about different things and want to... You know, use this platform to help people, and I know you have a lot of knowledge in the realty world, and uh, can, can hopefully share a couple of tips with folks, especially uh, as the fall is approaching. Is fall a big season, a biggest season of the year for people buying and selling homes? Spring is still our, our busiest traditionally, but fall I would say would be one A. Okay, yeah. Just as the as the winter is approaching, people are thinking we want to do something before we can't do something. Probably. Yeah, people, summer, summer's over, vacations are over, people are back to the routine, and then they start thinking about that again, like, oh, you know, my house isn't big enough, or I want to be in a different school district kind of thing, yeah. and I want to settle by the holidays, so yeah, so, so fall's generally very active. Okay. How long have you been working, with, uh, doing the REMAX thing? I've been licensed since 95, and I've been with REMAX since 1996. Okay, so that's a lot of years, 20 plus years, and uh, yeah. I, I don't know, maybe we can... 
We'll come back to this in a moment. I, I'd love for you if you have a, a tip or two or just some wisdom people can can keep in mind um, when it comes to buying or selling. And again, even if they're not in the position to do it right now themselves, maybe they know someone who is, and, and it could be something that's helpful for people. But uh, you also certainly love the Lord, and um, we've known each other from from way back with with school. So I just thought it might be nice for people to hear from you on that side of things as far as your testimony and anything key in terms of when you came to know the Lord more directly versus just being around or going to church or something like that? And when did it become personal for you? So anything you'd like to share would be great. Yeah. So for me, Tim, it's really, I, I, I blame my mom for all this, surely. <laughs> in, in the mid seventies, you know, she became a Christian and again, the Lord found her or she found the Lord depending on your doctrine. Yeah. But, you know, and then she decided she's going to take us out of Edmonton, school district, which I loved, and threw us into Philmont Christian Academy, which I hated. <laughs> and I was I was not happy. As a seventh grader, I was not happy. I was so angry. ended up being the best thing that ever happened to me. It's, it's where I, I became a Christian. It's where I, I created Christian friendships, you know, guys and girls that I'm still friends with today. That's you know, amazing. 30-some years later. It's amazing. And my kids go to school at a Christian school because of that, at um, Plumstead Christian School, and lots of the kids that my kids are friends with are, you know, the, their parents were my friends. So it's it's been awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's really where I became to know the Lord, you know, at Philmont in high school. And, yeah, I mean, I I love it. I love being a Christian. I You know, with real estate, you know, I was in a job that I wasn't real satisfied with, you know, after college. I went to Temple University, graduated from there, and not real happy with where I was. And, Really, God came to me in a dream one night and said, I want you in real estate. You know, I was in my late 20s. Really? And, yeah. And the next morning I woke up, you know, where I was working. My first customer was this gentleman by the name of Dave Clapp, a Christian guy who was a um, a manager of a local real estate office who I see maybe once a month. He was my very first customer, 6 a.m. I was like, Dave, I just had a dream, you know, that, you know, God said I need to be in real estate. He's like, here, call these people, get your license, come work for me. And that's that's really how it started in wow. 1995. Yeah. God really put it on my heart. And uh, I really felt then, I felt feel today that this is like, you know, this is my this is my mission field. This is where I'm supposed to be, you know, as a Christian. You know, I'm not a missionary, I'm not a pastor, but but I am a real estate broker, you know, with a passion for what I do, a passion for people, and really a love of the Lord. And I I strive every day to honor God in everything that I do, and I think I'm, for the most part, I'm able to do that. That's great. Rick Gazzandi is uh, on the line with us, unofficially our experts series. I, uh, as part of our program, which we've been doing now for about a month, I, I really would love to have people on who have wisdom to share uh, in everyday life, and yours certainly in the uh, buying and selling of homes. And I guess are there other things that would fall under the umbrella you do, as whether it's renting or that kind of thing too. Yeah, we handle rentals. We do some property management. You know, we do res- primarily residential um, sales, new construction, all that stuff, and we do we do commercial as well. Okay. So yeah, if it's if it's real estate, we handle it in the state of Pennsylvania. I'm I'm also licensed just recently in New Jersey, so I'm, I'm going to dab a little bit on the other side of the river, okay. most likely down the shore. Yeah. Uh, here in Chalfont, our our Remax Legacy in Chalfont, yeah, we, we handle anything real estate. You name it, we can do it. So tell me, um, you know, as people are listening in, there may be a lot of people who don't, uh, you know, uh, have it. They're not planning to sell or, or buy right now, although sometimes that can sneak up on you. I'm sure circumstances can change, but maybe they'll know somebody who is. Is there anything 
that uh, just general wisdom people may not know about in terms of buying or selling, uh, whether rights they're entitled to or or things they need to make sure they have ready or how you know don't over bid your house or under bid you know how any of those kinds of things. Well, so. I'll, I'll answer your question this way because there's so many things that we could go over. Yeah, but I, I think it's it's real important that you know whether you're a buyer or seller that you connect with a professional. Honestly, it's your biggest investment. There's a lot of legalities to it. There's a lot of pitfalls. You know, the, the forms can be complicated. You know, the process can be very stressful and complicated. You really want to lock arms with somebody that you trust, that has a good reputation in the business, that is like-minded as you. You know, because it becomes very personal, you know. And, but you want to be with a person that has some experience. You know, so they have that knowledge to really navigate you through, you know, the, the challenges in a deal, whether it's, you know, the mortgage financing or the inspections, you know, it could be mold, it could be lead, there could be, I mean, it's, it, what we had to do was, honestly, Tim, it's unbelievable. I had no idea what I was getting into. There's just so much to what we do. There's so much information that we have to have. There's so much new information that we have to learn that we're constantly learning. I just, people listening, my advice to you is latch on to a professional, whether it's somebody that you've had a good experience with or a referral, and it could be a Remax or another broker. It doesn't matter to me, but go with a professional that can really help you, and they will—they'll go to bat for you, and they'll make a difference. You know, whether you're selling, they're going to get you more money. If you're buying, they're going to protect your interests and, and maybe negotiate a better deal for you. So, yeah, that would be my—if I had to give a little, little golden nugget, that's what it would be. Okay, Rick Gazzandi, Remax Legacy, based in Chalfont, PA, but as you just mentioned, licensed in Jersey too. Uh, and again, you've been doing this 22, 23 years, so. Uh, obviously you have a lot of knowledge at your disposal because in, in some ways you, I guess you can kind of know certain things, but until you've bought a home or sold a home and you've actually gone through that process and learned maybe the hard way. Oh, I should have been looking for that. You know, you were a rookie 22 years ago, 23 years ago, and, and now right. you have many houses you've sold. So basically just to recap the thought being don't even don't rush into something, make sure you find someone is going to help you because, like you said, this is the biggest investment, whether you're buying your first home or whether you're selling your home, you could lose you know, thousands of dollars just because you're in a hurry, for example, and you don't do your – get someone aligned with you to help you do it well. Yeah, exactly. And I, I believe in what I do. I believe in our industry. You know, I believe in our code of ethics. I believe in the, the boards that I'm on, you know, Montgomery County and Bucks County. I, I mean, I believe in those people. They're – it's an amazing group that we're involved with. It's something I'm very proud to be a part of, and we bring value to them. We really, really do. I mean, I know there's sellers out there that want to sell on their own. Stats prove that you don't get more money doing that. I do believe in what we do and the service that we provide. I think it's well worth it. I really do. Rick Gazzandi, Remax Legacy in Chalfont, PA, talking buying and selling homes a bit, his testimony and how those two overlap. Also going to ask Rick in a moment what his life verse is. That's something we'd like to do on our program, no matter who's on the program with us, to really say, is there a scripture verse that means a lot to you? We'll do that in just a moment. Also looking forward to having Doug Horton uh, from Goliathon and Faith on the Field and uh, other hats that he wears. That's coming up soon as well on AM560 WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. 427, you're listening to AM560 WFIL. Good afternoon. It's Tim DeMoss, the Tim DeMoss Show. And 
uh, continue our conversation with Rick Gazandi. He works at Remax Legacy, uh, owns it actually in Chalfont, PA. And just uh, also besides the, talking about being a realtor and buying and selling homes, also talking about his faith in the Lord. And just wanted to ask you, Rick, how your faith comes into play when it comes to you know buying and selling a home. Well, for me, like, like my, I'll share with you my life first. You know, God also gave me this in a dream um, years back, and it's Proverbs eleven twenty five, and it's a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. That's kind of how that's that's how I live. That's how I live my life. That's how I. That's what I share with my kids, my kid, my wife. You know, they all know that, that that's what's important to me. You know, volunteering at school, volunteering you know, on the board. You know, with the homeless center, with, with um. You know, pregnancy centers, things that you know my, that are close to my heart and my wife's heart. So that that's that's how I approach my business. You know, and I tell my clients, whether you're Christian or not, you know, I have to answer someone higher than you. You know, I'm trying to honor God with everything that I say that I do. The other realtors that I'm dealing with, you know, they know where I'm coming from. They know they know you know where my heart is. So being a Christian and having that that mentality affects how I handle my transactions. You know, they're. They're important to me. I'm in the, build, the relationship building, you know, business. For me, it's about the relationship that I, I have a relationship with somebody. And as a result, they may buy or sell out with me. But what's important to me is the relationship that's being formed. The fact that they know that I'm trying to honor God in this transaction. And it's just like me and you. And I've known you for how many years? Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it, it's all the same. So that that's how I approach business. You know, I even tell my agents when I have my training here. You know, whether they're Christian or not. You know, you need to approach the business where you know you're serving these people you're taking care of them it's, it's a it's a very important responsibility and it's a big deal to me and again it's something i'm very very proud of you know what we've been able to do at remax legacy yeah rick Azandi, yep. uh been our guest on the tim demoss show and uh yeah, I know on an everyday level, just for fun, when you're not doing the the Remax thing and you're not doing the, the the all the stuff with your family, you do do cheer hard for the uh, the Eagles. And yeah. would you describe yourself as someone who's generally on the positive side when it comes to you know the bright side of things, or would you be more like, uh oh, you know, here we go again? Like right now, being two and two, yeah. How do you what do you what are you feeling about the team this year and where they're going? Well, my dad has had season tickets since 1961. Whoa. He went to the championship game, yes, since 1961. But I've been going since they opened the bet in 71. I don't go as much anymore because I'm older. <laughs> but the Eagles, yeah. man, the, honestly, the worst day of my life was when they lost to Tampa in the championship game. I was at that game. We still talk about that. I, I'll never get over that game, but I will say winning the Super Bowl has healed me some. <laughs> that night, I'm proud to say I cried. I cried in my family room, and the first person, of course, I called was my dad, you know, to thank him, you know, for that, just introducing me to the Eagles. So I love all the Philadelphia sports teams, you know, Temple Al. I mean, I love love it all. But the Eagles are, that's like my number one passion. Ask my wife, ask my kids. When I scream when they're babies, I remember screaming at the Eagles, and the kids would, <laughs> I startle them, they cry, you know. <laughs> but, right. So, yeah. So how do I feel now? I got no problem right now. I'm still on the high from the Super Bowl. I know that's up. I'm not supposed to say that, but for me, they're going to get a pass. If they're not going to do great this year, however, I think Carson's the man. He's yeah. going to win a Super Bowl for us, whether it's this year or the next year. It's going to be real soon, and it might be another one after that. Yeah, I think that's realistic. What you just said, I think that could be. Maybe maybe Carson wins a couple in the next ten years. It's hard. People don't realize at that level. 
Everybody wants to yeah. win, and you just won the Super yep. Bowl, which means there's a big circle on their calendar, even more than other games, probably to say you took down the the Super Bowl champion. So it's different right. than flying under the radar. And, we're, and we're two and two, and two games we didn't have Carson, so he had his first game back right after surgery, which we won. Last week's game wasn't great. I mean, it happens. You're going to have bad games. It's a long season. Yeah. There's no panic here. We're, we're going to be just <laughs> fine. Calm, cool, and collected. That's it. Well, thank you, uh, Rick. And uh, it's great to talk to you. And hopefully we can do it again and uh, in the future sometime. And appreciate you taking time out of your afternoon. Same here, Tim. You're the best, man. All I right. appreciate you. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. See you, Tim. Right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Rick Gazzani, Remax Legacy in Chalfonts. Uh, I like that life verse he mentioned, Proverbs 11.25. We're going to chat with Doug Horton in just a moment on AM560 WFIL. Our next guest, someone who actually has met and worked with Carson Wentz of the Eagles as part of Faith on the Field, a radio show he does. Also co-founded uh, a pretty cool race called Goliathon. It's a big event. It's coming up in about a week and a half. So we'll talk about that and also hear about his son, Luke, and how the Lord has worked through some really hard circumstances and their family to uh, further them in their faith. That's all coming up in just a moment. Also, a pair of Six Flags tickets before the end of the show. It's all happening here on AM560 WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 4.35. You listen to AM560 WFIL on the Tim DeMoss Show. I'm Tim DeMoss. Thank you for listening in. The forecast, the rest of the day looks nice with a low down to 60 eventually tonight. Clear skies tomorrow. Beautiful day. A little warmer than today, but not bad. Mix of clouds and sun. High 84. Major League Baseball playoffs. Colorado won a crazy game over the Cubs. The National League wildcard game last night. 2-1 in 13 innings. Colorado continues on to Milwaukee for the National League Division Series starting tomorrow. AL wildcard game tonight. A's at the Yankees. 808 start. Nice and symmetric there. Winner plays the Red Sox in the AL Division Series. Flyers open their season tomorrow night at the Vegas Golden Knights. Also, a quick reminder, thank you to everyone who helped out with our Save the Children campaign in the month of September. We hit our goal and went past it uh, for a while there. We weren't quite sure how it was going to go, but just keep uh, getting the message out and people responded. So thank you so much for being uh, such a great listening family and coming together and making that happen. Also, a brief reminder, uh, Bring Your Bible to School Day is happening tomorrow. It's happening across the country. Students from kindergarten right through college bringing the Word of God to their schools. And uh, it's just kind of a day to celebrate religious freedom. Sometimes that can be a little confusing, like am I allowed to even bring my Bible or can I open it or do I have to you know, be in, a, in hiding? Or not hiding, but you know, have to be kind of off, out of the way. And uh, so you can learn some about how that all works. You know, everything's voluntary and student-led. And so if you're interested in participating or you have a child who's going to school tomorrow and want to look that up, it's not too late at all. Just go to WFIL.com. Uh, our next guest here on the Tim DeMoss Show today is Doug Horton. And uh, I'll say hello, Doug. Welcome aboard, my friend. How you doing? I'm here, Tim. Can you hear me? woo Yeah, success. That's good. All right. <laughs> Doug uh, Horton wears lots of hats, and we're going to talk about a few of those hats. Maybe we can start with uh, Faith on the Field, the program you're associated with. We have that in common, doing the radio thing. Um, you have had some pretty cool guests on recently. Uh, Rob, Rob Motti, who's been on the program with us also. Obviously, you guys are on together. Um, Eagles head coach Doug Peterson's been on with you. Tight end Zach Ertz. Bunch of other guests. Talk about that show a little bit and, and your role in it. Yeah, no, Tim, it's, it's really been great to work with Rob, who I know is a, a good friend of yours also. Uh, we finished our first year 
uh, 52 episodes on 610 ESPN Radio uh, last year, and we're in the middle of uh, Season 2 now. Yeah. And it's, it's been great. We actually moved to a, another organization called FISM.TV, uh, Financial Issues Stewardship Ministries, and we broadcast the show for YouTube. Um, so it's basically like a TV show now, although we still play it on 610 ESPN Radio also. Yeah, and you do uh, – you basically interview lots of athletes and also just people in, in, in uh, you know, in media world, the media world sharing their faith and their testimony. So that's a – very cool thing. Faithonthefieldshow.com is the site. Something else, though, that's totally different where we have relatively little common ground is Goliathon, <laughs> the obstacle challenge that you're associated with. I know that's near and dear to your heart. Uh, not that I don't work out once in a while, but this looks like something that's beyond me. But maybe not. I guess there are different levels. It's not. It's not. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, we have, uh, you know, we were doing obstacle course racing, and you referenced Spartan before. Uh, you know, we were doing a lot of Spartans, Tough Mudders, obstacle course racing. And we also had a heart for missions and to help people in need around the world. So we formed Goliathon as a nonprofit six years ago. And uh, October 13th, next week, will be our 10th event. And uh, really, we've created the obstacle course to be accessible for anybody. So we have three tiers, easy, moderate, and extreme. It's not a timed event. So people that say, hey, I can't run, it's okay. You can walk. That's not a problem. Uh, on the lowest level, you can have help. So people can just kind of walk you through and, and give you some assistance. And the hardest level is kind of like the Ninja Warrior-esque type, uh, type <laughs> obstacle, you know, the, ex- the extreme level. But, yeah. uh, so that's, that's one goal is to have a great obstacle course event. The other piece is to help people in need around the world. And to date, through our first nine events, we've been able to donate uh, $249,000 to Charity Water to build wells uh, in third world countries. Wow, that's excellent. Well, and, you know, uh, chatting with Doug Horton, if you're just listening in, um, with Goliathon, the obstacle challenge at the moment here we're talking about. Um, I've seen friends get their taste of doing these races. They'll do one. And I just want to try and say I did it. I see all those muddy pictures of my friends on Facebook. And, I, I you know, I did it. Yeah. And then it starts to become like a little bit of a hobby and even a passion, you know, where this is like, all right, when's the next one? I got to try this out. So I'm sure you've seen all types at Goliathon. Uh, how'd you get involved and, and, uh, how can other people get involved if they'd like to? Even And it's not that far away, but there's still time. I guess it's 10 days from now. Yeah, no, registration closes next Wednesday. Uh, I still run obstacle course races. I love them. I, I get the high from them. But the community that's able to develop through there, whether it's your teammates, uh, friends that you're training with, sometimes the training is actually more fun, uh, the dedication that you have, sharing the battles, the, uh, the successes, the failures with your friends. Sometimes that's just a great part of it, too. Uh, and then trying to overcome your own challenges, whether, yeah, you failed on this obstacle, I'm going to get it next time. And it kind of keeps giving you goals that you can shoot for uh, as you continue to go. So it's, it's been really great to see people's success stories, whether they're phenomenal athletes or somebody that just started, uh, that just came out for the first time and really changed their life around. It's yeah. been pretty, pretty great. But you can go to Glyphon.com to see our, our well projects, to register, see the obstacles. There's videos that are on there, kind of how-to to kind of give you a little bit of insight beforehand okay. um but it's, it's been uh, it's been a great journey and uh, god's really blessed it and it's been great to get to know people and and just make a difference and you know uh doug the, the that first level i was just reading up on, as you mentioned on the on the site and it talked about how the first level the easiest level you can actually have some help if you need it so people who are like i really don't know if i could do this it's nice to, to I, I don't know i'm always looking for ways to to build a bridge a little bit and then put myself in other people's shoes. And some people, like you mentioned, they love it and they live and breathe it and can't wait for the next one. 
and some people are kind of moderate in, in, in their skill level. But then there are others who would just like to at least be able to say they, they tried and they if they could use a little help possibly or know that it's possible, your the G1 level allows for that, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And the youngest age to do it is 10 years old. Uh, and we've had people in their 70s that are doing it. Uh, and so it's been alongside American Ninja Warrior contestants also. So it is it is really cool. And, you know, for somebody just to be held up by two other people that are crossing monkey bars, even though their weight's not on their hands and their arms, they're still, you know, seeking that challenge and they're still getting through. And it's still a four-mile course. So it's a tough, it's a tough day no matter how you look at it. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a great team or individual accomplishment. And the, the site again, Goliathon.com, is that the best way to do yep. it? Okay. Yep, that's easy. Yep. It's happening at the Gloucester County 4-H Fairgrounds in Mullica Hill, New Jersey, uh, a week from this Saturday, the 13th of October, an all-day kind of thing. You said, said it's not timed, but it, 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 it it's, there's a start time, I guess, 8 o'clock, is that right? Yeah, well, each person gets an individual heat time, so we go about 50 people every 15 minutes, and then you can go off as a group, as a team, uh, take as long as you want. You can go as fast as you want, or you can kind of take your time, recover in between obstacles. Uh, but we're typically there between, you know, the race is going between 8 and probably about one thirty is the last heat time. So Okay, very good. Well, also, if you're just tuning in, it's the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560, WFIL 448. And um, our guest right now, Doug Horton. And, Doug, um, one thing I definitely wanted to make sure we touched on is uh, about your son, Luke, and Luke's Light, which is another hat that you wear. You, you Again, I, I neglected to mention at the beginning, I think – are you currently, or you've worked with at Eastern University? We've worked with Eastern off and on over the years, many times. Are you still involved at Eastern, or? Yeah, yeah, I'm a faculty member at Eastern University uh, in the athletic training department. I'm the program director for their education program there. Okay, very cool. So you're doing many different things, uh, but I'm sure one that is near or at the top, really, of your list would be Luke's Light. Uh, so maybe just I'll just jump in and say, hey, tell us about Luke. Tell us about his story. Yeah, Luke, Luke was born in July 2014, uh, and then uh, I have three older girls at that time, uh, Gracie, Paige, and Aubrey, and uh, when he was four months old in November, November 12, 2014, uh, he passed away. Um, it was, you know, we came home from a, a parent-teacher conference, and um, it, whether it was SIDS, uh, the autopsy was a flu, that he had the flu, um, but we lost him at that time, and uh, for a four-month-old child, um, at that time, you know, we'd always posted pictures uh, on Facebook, and, you know, he's just, he's just a, a good little baby. And uh, when we lost him, it really rocked our world. That was the first real tragedy that we've had in our lives. And uh, our prayer was that his light would continue to shine. You know, if God was going to take him, we asked that he would, he would use him uh, and use his little life. And so that kind of became our little slogan. Um, and, and really, with Luke's light, we think of uh, Matthew 5.16, and this is what we try and tell our girls as they're going off to school, uh, as we, as I go to work, as we do anything in life, is really just let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And so as we continue to let Luke, uh, we remember Luke, uh, we just try and let our light shine with wherever we go. Uh, it's not really a foundation. Uh, it's just trying to keep him with us. And uh, our church, Fellowship Bible Church in uh, Sewell, New Jersey, is actually dedicating a field, uh, a softball field, in his honor uh, next Sunday, October 14th. Uh, our friends, members of the, of the church, uh, strangers had given money and we've kind of created a softball field on the back of fellowship Bible church in his honor. So it'll be Luke's field and that verse will be on the field. Wow. Doug Horton with us, uh, sharing about his son, Luke. And, um, 
you know, we mentioned earlier about your co-host for the Faith in the Field show, Rob Motti, and his book, Birds of Prey. And I understand there's a bit in Rob's book um, about Luke. There is. And, you know, honestly, Tim, I don't think that Faith in the Field would exist without without Luke. Uh, Rob and I kind of met through that. He reached out to me. Like I said, he was a stranger at that time. I didn't know him. Uh, he reached out to me because we were doing the same prison ministry together, so we kind of had some, some mutual friends. He just reached out and said, hey, I don't know you, but I heard what happened. I'm praying for you. We developed a relationship from there, and as that relationship grew, uh, we kind of partnered together to form Faith on the Field. And then through that, we were able to do an interview with Carson Wentz and Trey Burton and Stefan Wisniewski at Eastern University last September, and I was able to share my testimony. I was able to share about Luke, and uh, Rob used that testimony and put it in the book. And so, you know, when I made that prayer, that hopefully God would continue to use Luke's light and his life and his testimony to affect others, and never in my wildest dreams would I imagine that he would, you know, be able to be presented to people with the starting quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, let alone be in a book about them winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> and so for me, that's honestly just a, an answer to prayer and saying, you know, God's got us and, and he's still in control. And uh, it's, just a, it's just a big answer to prayer every time I, I'm able to share about Luke. You know, Doug, uh, and I, I, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, too. Our family has a daughter who's disabled. Her name's Tori Joy, and she's 12. And just very briefly, part of Rob, who wrote that book and who co-hosts the show with you, part of mm-hmm. his conversion processing, coming to know the Lord, came through knowing uh, Tori. Similarly, he reached out to me. I had reached out to him. He reached out to me. We were covering the Eagles at the Novacare Complex together and got to know each other through Tori specifically. And she doesn't even speak. She has no words. You know, she's mm. 12. She's severely disabled. She's made a lot of progress. She's smarter. She can't speak uh, or she'll make some sounds. Anyway, in, in God, I, I think about how God's power is made perfect in weakness and um, a lot of, you know, yeah, we work hard. We want to be diligent with our day, but sometimes God's working in a completely different direction. It has nothing to do with anything that we could have picked up or thought about or planned. And uh, you, you're, you're being in Luke's story, being in that book about the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, Birds of Prey. That's a, a perfect example. And, and even how you and Rob met and how God's been at work in Rob's life because of it. So um, the encouragement being for yeah. anyone who's listening, you know, just be faithful. Let God do what he wants to do. And trust that he's good. He's going to take care of it, even through really hard things. Yeah, and, you know, it's just a reminder all the time that we're not in control and that we didn't achieve anything. It was just a matter of God allowing that circumstance to happen. And uh, that's really where we continue to remember that verse in Matthew 5, 16 is we're just shining a light, and we're going to let God do all the work. Yeah. One last thing for you, Doug, if I could, just in general about about Luke. You know, you mentioned his his unexpected passing when he was only four months old. And uh, now that was, I guess, four four years ago? Just over four years ago. So, yeah. What mm-hmm. what is the if you now that you know you have some perspective a little further away from that, you know, obviously still miss him greatly and very much a part of your yeah. lives. What uh, anything in particular the Lord's taught you and your wife and your daughters through these years? Or, you know, it could be one or two things. Anything that comes to mind that over time has dawned on you, whether it's about God or about life or whatever it might be. Yeah, a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, it changed it changed our world completely. And, you know, I I made a profession of faith when I was very young. I went to a Christian school growing up, went to church all the time. I went I went to Eastern for, for my studies, uh, so Christian college. And I was always involved in faith and God and always trusted God. But that was the first time in my life that I really had to trust all the promises of God and put my faith 100% in Him. Um, and I, I can understand how people can struggle uh, with anger and bitterness and and, and question God. And, and that's not to say that we haven't in, in some cases, but it always has to come back to trusting God every single day and making that choice to find 
uh, your your nourishment and your your joy and your hope that has to come through him and your identities in him too. Uh, it's not in ourselves. It's not in our circumstances. Um, so there's a lot of other lessons that we've learned that life is fragile, uh, that we may, we're not promised tomorrow, that it can happen to me, it can happen to us, um, and that really we're, we're here for a short time, and so we want to make the most of our life and, and the example that we have in Christ to, uh, to affect other people. Hmm. Those are good words. A lot of wisdom, and maybe you'll write a book one day, huh? What do you um, think? Well, I'll, maybe I'll talk to Rob, and Rob can write it, and I'll, uh, I'll narrate or something. So. Yeah, he's written <laughs> but, a lot of books, so yeah, yeah, he'd, he'd be a good guy to have in your corner. Well, it's yeah, but it, yeah. Now, Tim, I appreciate having me on, and it's just great to see God continuing to write the story. And it's really nothing that we've done. I could never imagine writing the story uh, this way. It's all God's work, so we just give Him all the glory. Amen. Very good, Doug. Thanks so much, and uh, and also just once again, Goliathon. You talked about a little while ago. People want to check that out. Goliathon dot com online and the radio show you do with rob faith on the field show.com too greetings to your wife and children and uh thanks for taking time out doug hey thanks so much tim all right we'll talk to you again sometime it's uh, doug horton and uh uh, we're going to wrap up our program here in just a couple of moments i did promise we give away six flags tickets so if you'd like to call in we'll take the random caller right now at 800-560-WFIL that's 800-560-9345 we've been handing these out for a little while now i think we're down to the last one or two pair. I think we have two pair, but I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to give two away in case we only have one. So let's start with one. Hello, who's this? This is Paul. Hi, Paul. Where are you calling I'm from? I'm calling from uh, Bucks County. Okay. Well, thanks for listening in. You're a winner, my friend. Thank you. You're more than welcome. Have you listened to WFIL for a while? Um. Well, I've I've been driving with my parents, and they always listen. It. Okay. Good. Well, greet them for us too, and hang on a sec. We'll get your information off the air and mail out your tickets in the morning so you can get them soon. Okay. Okay. Thanks. You. You're very welcome. Thanks for listening in. Uh, I think we're going to have another pair to hand out tomorrow. I just don't want. I, I'm almost positive we have another pair, but I just and we have more people calling in now. But just to be safe, we'll save our last pair for tomorrow. Keep our toll free number handy, and also, in all honesty, as we are. Gradually getting our program off the ground here in the first month. We've had a lot of guests on the show, and I love that. But um, I also definitely would love for you to feel free to call in. Uh, we're going to have some theme days and some fun stuff where people can call back and forth. So we want you to know the lines are open for you as well at 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Get that in your phone. Have it handy for different days. We're going to do different things where you're going to need it. And on some of the occasions, we'll have opportunities where you can call and talk to our guests and ask questions of our guests. So that's all happening on the Tim DeMoss Show. We're appreciative of your prayers as well. Uh, A lot of work goes into this and a lot of uh, opportunities and lines are in the water. We have uh, Pastor Tony Hart, who is on our weekend lineup. He's going to join us on the program tomorrow. And uh, some really cool stories and encouraging stories. Some, some, um, there's one in particular that uh, I'll, I'll maybe delve into more tomorrow. I'll give you some more ideas of what that's going to be headed toward. Uh, but that's all in the next uh, in the in the next days and, and the next couple of weeks. Some musicians and some artists we have lines out in the water for as well. So looking to join the program. Thanks again for listening in. We'll sign off for now and come back at you tomorrow morning, Lord willing. Uh, Jim Maxim with Acts 413 Ministry is going to pray next. And then at 5 o'clock, it's Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. You're listening to AM560, WFIL and WFIL.com.
Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>